Sky me daddy. We're back, daddies. Back for another one. Two weeks later. Every other week so far. We'll get better at this. Yeah, we'll get better at this. Yeah, or school. maybe it's two-week trending. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm in grad school right now, so, yeah. you know, uh, I can only handle so much on my brain capacity here. We're really just making the people beg for it. That's all we really are. Yeah, we're trying to build anticipation. And, uh, yeah, you know who else builds anticipation? The 2022 Seattle Mariners. Oh, man, Cal Raleigh sure does. Oh, man. Bottom of the ninth, two outs, nobody on. I don't know. I don't think I've ever hugged Tyler so hard. Yeah, I don't think we, I don't think I've hugged Caitlin yeah. as hard. Alex, Caitlin, Kyle, and I right right field, right center field. I call it more center, center, right field. Center, right, right, yeah. center. Yeah. Uh, stage, stage left. Stage left. Yeah, sure. <laughs> uh, for the pitcher, of course. Yeah, for the pitcher. Uh, big dumpa. Oh man, I still don't think I have my total voice back from Saturday or Friday, Saturday. Yeah, you can still feel that slight tinge of winning. I, uh, I, you know, Colin and I were both full of puke, um, that night and <laughs> we were full of dreams and hopes and it came out in the form of vomit. Yeah. Yeah. It yeah. wasn't alcohol. It was hope and dreams. It was hope and dreams. It's yeah, yeah, yeah. the disappointment of the last 21 years right. really That's coming really out of what the, we were getting rid of was all of the losses, all of the, it was an exorcism. Yeah. And that's what came out of your body. Yeah. Not a, not a demon, but 21 years of disappointment. Like a big dump. Yeah. You know, like a big but dump. But out of the mouth. Like, right, but out of the mouth. Yeah, yeah. Um, a mouth dump. In the in the traditional form of yeah. puke. And honor of... Galen's giving us very strange faces. Uh, but yeah, Official Mariners Podcast is a official yeah. playoff podcast. Oh, a, mm. a podcast fist bump right there. Yeah, playoffs Just came imagine that in your this podcast this year. Yeah, imagine that in your, in your ear holes, a little... Fist bump. Yeah, you can almost oh, hear it. We're an ASRM podcast now. Yeah. Mariners, um, ASRM, fantasy football. Inspired by the Mariners playoff run and the Big Dumpers home run, we've got to, we've got to welcome a brand new team to the league, the How Now Brown Cows or How Now No More. Oh. Uh, now we've got Big Dumpers Delights. Call it. Managed by Colin O'Loughlin. Uh, Caitlin approves. Um, one thumb up. I didn't see a second, but yeah, know. one thumb up for big dumpers delights. Yeah. I'm I'm petitioning uh, for it to be big dumper delights. No, it's not Cal Raleigh's delights so much as it's like a sweet pastry treat that named after him. Yeah, maybe it's named after him. Maybe maybe his face is yeah. like burnt, singed onto the treat. Um, the big dumper delights. Yeah, yeah. You, you pop one in your mouth and you you feel better. Yeah, I mean, it is also kind of. Fitting for the way his team played this year or this week. Yeah, laid a big dump. Well, he laid a big dump. You wanna you wanna get into the games? Uh, sure. How, what did you think of you know just football in general? Two and two Seahawks. Uh, I'm kind of not very excited about that. No, I mean plus side of the weekend, the Denver Broncos lost. Uh, so we're that one keeps the, going up. Yeah, that draft pick. Um, you know, I think it's a weird year for the for the league. One undefeated team left after four weeks, and no more winless. I feel like yeah, usually no there's right a exactly. team that's winless through like eight or nine. I hadn't even considered that actually. Yeah. Angle. So yeah, it's a lot of middling teams. Like I don't know what to think of the NFL right now. That Super Bowl champs don't look great. The uh, yeah, everyone in the NFC West two and two. Yeah. No one. No Super one really. Bowl champs, the Super Bowl runner-ups yeah. don't look great. They'll have their decent game, and then two went down, and then 
Who yeah, knows? I think I think some teams are passing the eye test though that you know will be good. The, yeah. the Chiefs, the Bills. It's basically the top of the AFC. I don't know about this. Yeah, NFC this year. I mean, Aaron Rodgers just almost lost a third string Bailey yeah. Zappi at home. And then had to go the, to the end of overtime yeah. to get the win. Then it's the Eagles the who are passing the eye test. Right. Um, yeah. Yeah. So maybe the Eagles, the Chiefs, the Bills. I think those are all good teams, but everybody else and could go either way. I'd put the Ravens up there too. They have a pretty suspect yeah. defense, but I think their offense can carry them to, um, but their defense can also let them down. It's yeah. kind of a bills of old. Their offense will build them up and then a late score. Definitely. And Lamar is going to play for that contract all year long. And as long yeah. as he does not get it injured, that is probably going to be your MVP. Um, I I don't I think I'd still put Josh Allen above him. You think so? Yeah. I just feel like the 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 Bills I think are the best team by a long shot. We'll see when they play the Chiefs. I don't know. That would be a really good matchup. But I just think that the Bills Allen is amazing. I'm not trying to take anything away from him, but the Bills have so many good players on their yeah. team. Uh and Lamar Jackson is playing with Lamar Jackson and yeah. That's pretty much it for so I think it's if you're talking about a traditional look on a most valuable player, I think it might have to be him. But it, it's just Allen. one of those things where he hasn't won MVP yet and if he can lead them to like a That's sixteen true. and one yeah, season yeah. or seventeen and zero or whatever he can. Josh Allen certainly deserves an yeah. MVP. Um, is he gonna be the new uh has he gotten a vote yet? Is he gonna be the new Russell Wilson? Oh, I hope not, because Russell Wilson's not very good anymore, and I think Josh Allen will be really good for yeah. much longer than Russell Wilson. You know who Russell Wilson's really good for? Punters. Mm, punters, yes. The punters only league yeah. uh, that you all know we are all in and you're all super <laughs> jealous of. Um, yeah. My punter, my number one overall pick this week, Michael Dixon, uh, was put up on the Seahawks Instagram on a milk carton saying, have you seen this man? Have we checked in? Have we actually seen this man? Like, no, I have. I literally have not seen him. So I hope he's still on the team because I keep <laughs> starting him in punters only. And turns out, Geno Smith just all he does is score points yeah. and never needs to punt. So I hope he's alive. That's yeah. all I'm actually worried. Well wishes, Michael. Well wishes. Yeah, uh, uh, we gotta get those dicks on balls soon. Dicks on balls. Yeah. Uh, get into the games. Yeah. You wanna start um, with the the crushing of the big dumpers delights. Let's see here. 178. Holy cow. I didn't even realize I scored that many points. To 75. Beat him by 103 points. Where yeah. you go, garbage pail? You can be a garbage pail kid. You can be a garbage pail kid. Yeah, garbage pail kids. Uh, second week for the, or second time getting the high score this year. Uh, 103 points. Are you looking that up in the tome right now? Biggest blowout? That's what I was looking up, but um, it was just. Short, short of uh, dads and grads in 2020 beating uh, the Hulkamaniacs 198.76 to 90.82. Damn it. So, I, do, I do just love to blow out someone every once a year. Sorry, yeah. sorry Colin. Um, but we'll, we'll say that that was against the Brown Cows and not the. the yeah, this is a new delights. team. This is a new team. You've got new life. Um, still, still sitting at two and two after the week. Uh, yeah, I. couple of. A rough start for the Dumper Delights. Tua goes down. Yep. First quarter, awful concussion. Uh, we don't need to get into that on this podcast. Somehow Melvin Gordon scores negative 1.2 with Javante going down. Is he hurt as well? Uh, well, he got benched for fumbling, I'm That's pretty true. sure. Um, the Broncos don't know what they're doing at running back. But basically, you know, I woke up on Sunday morning and Colin asked me if I could take Kamara out of his lineup. 
who scored zero points. And it would have been much better if I had agreed to not take him out of his lineup. And leave um, in Melvin Gordon. And leave in. Yeah, so I put in Melvin Gordon instead. And uh, he he decided to sabotage Colin's team further. Colin's a weird team this year. He'll go from highest scorer or close to highest scorer one week to uh, 70 points, low score in a week. Is that true for this week? It is true for this week. Yep. Um Tua going down was huge um, and probably should be out for a few weeks, but we'll see what happens yeah, there. He's, ar- he's already been ruled out for this next week. Okay, that's uh, for his health and safety. It's probably good. Yeah. Um, the Browns are putting up good points as usual. Um, 95 yards for A.J. Brown. Marquise Brown getting 17.8. Um, yeah, Marquise Brown has had a solid year. We'll see what happens once, once uh, Hopkins, Hopkins gets, gets back. back. But sitting at wide receiver 11 right now. Yeah. Pretty good. Um, but the story of the whole matchup has got to be four touchdowns between Derrick Henry and Austin Eckler. Yeah, it felt good to get the the yeah. RB1s back out there and on top of their game. Yeah. I put it in the Slack chat, but you know, Nick and I had a little had a little rubbing, a little uh, a little nudging of the of the rib cages this week at each other's teams. Oh. Uh, and my team took offense to him saying that uh, I Henry took offense and Eckler. To that. Yeah, and they took offense to that. Uh, saying that Eckler and Henry were over the hill. Uh, I definitely agree they're getting old, and Austin Eckler's yards per carry were really scary coming into this game. Uh, still only 3.1, but I think uh, average on the season, but I think he was down at like 2.5 or something like that after last week, so that was pretty scary, but it was nice to see him get the touchdowns this week. It's just a, those are crazy stat lines. Like, it's a classic Austin Eckler stat line. Like, you oh, don't get yeah. the long runs, but it's like, oh, you're going to get three twenty. Three ten yard catches, um, all for touchdowns. All for touchdowns. Yep. And so three touchdowns, sixty yards on the ground, forty nine in the air, six catches. Um, yeah, that's a classic Austin Eckler line. And next week he'll put up the same stat line, but no touchdowns. But no touchdowns. Yeah. yeah. Um, my Jacoby Brissett, Amari Cooper stack, secret weapon, nuclear codes uh, didn't really work out this week. Still illegal in still seven states for illegal. a reason. Um, 15 points between Jacoby Brissett and Amari Cooper. Amari Cooper, just the proving that he is the boomer bust guy. He has always been throughout his career and will continue to be in Cleveland. 3.2 the- points week one, 23 points, 22 points, and back to a 1.4 performance. That's uh, kind of what you've always gotten from Amari Cooper, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um- He's usually known for getting a lot of targets or just disappearing. And so the weeks that he's had huge games, it's over 10 targets, so 10 and 11. And then it's been six and four for the two uh, under four point, under 3.5 points. So we call that consistently inconsistent. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's going to be a rough quarterback situation, though, with two out. Uh, Aaron Rodgers, quarterback, daddy quarterback, 26 so far this year uh, with only 52 points scored. No, to uh, he's gonna have Teddy to put in there, but Bridge, or, but Trubisky also gets sat this week. Not sure if uh, the Steelers will stick with Pickett. They do play the Bills, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, the Miami Dolphins, and the Philadelphia Eagles as their next four defenses they're going up against. That's going to be a rough stretch for whichever yeah. Steelers quarterback makes it out of there. Um, so yeah, it could be a Teddy and and an Aaron Rodgers who's been effective, but. Just not the fantasy king that he has been in the past. You know, isn't that what carried him a few years ago to a really good team is the Teddy and Aaron Rodgers stack? That's true. Yeah, yeah. So, so maybe the the third ride of, of Teddy and Aaron. 
That's what we'll call it. Uh, on to the next one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I got uh, Who Run the World 141 to uh, Battle of the Basement. Battle of the Basement. Wild Ass Manatee is only 91 points. Second lowest score of the week. Way to go, Carly. Let's get you drop in here. It's the third lowest. Let's give Dan some respect. Oh, I'm sorry. Who who was a uh, Oh, little daddy's trap stars. I gotcha. Um, yeah. What was the story storylines in this game? Uh, Javante Williams uh, for Carly's team going out with the ACL for the year. The young stud running back. Uh, it's going to be riding the riding the IR for the rest of the year. Um, but Carly has an interesting quarterback situation, unlike Colin. Um, she's got Geno Smith with 31 points, 33 points from the number one quarterback on the week, Jared Goff. Gurf. Gurf on the bench, uh, which, you know, who would you have started, Geno or Goff? I don't really care, but you know they're <laughs> both going to have a bunch of garbage points against a bunch of garbage defenses. Uh, and then Joe Burrow. So she's got three solid quarterback yeah, options. Obviously the right awful Joe this. Burrow compared to the others. Right. Exactly. I mean, the far, the, the less, the lesser Joe yeah. Burrow of the three, um, Super Bowl runner up Joe Burrow. I really do. Runner think, up though, is the key runner up. Yeah. Yeah. Runner up to Gino and Goff as well. Yeah. Uh, I think they're very interesting though. Gino and Goff, uh, just because, their defenses are so terrible. Like, yeah, you're it's the always, Dak Prescott of two years ago. Right, exactly, where the defense it sucks and they're just going to have to be in it all game. Um, Gino, I think, is going to move into the, like, oh, I guess he's still only just top 20. Uh, Gino's top 20, and Jared Goff on the highest scoring offense, QB 11 right now. Yeah. Um, so, interesting place for Carly. Who knows if she'll keep all three of those guys this season? Obviously, you know what you're getting from Gino. It's not you're not getting past this year. You wouldn't think. Also no. with Goff, who knows? Yeah, um, the Lions, despite having the number one offense, one and three right now. I, how much of that will blame will fall on the quarterback? I don't know. But um, and they have probably, tough. They have a tough schedule coming up at New England, then a bye, Dallas, Miami, Green Bay, um, and then it lightens up a little bit with Chicago, New York, but. Still have some Buffalo on the schedule and Green Bay again. So they've got a tough one. Um, they're going to keep throwing, it seems like, because then you can also get... Um, but he hasn't gone under 13 points, even against Philadelphia. He got 15 and a half. So it's a solid start for a QB, too. For sure. He's uh, he's also still pretty young as far as quarterbacks go. So we'll see. Might, might have a second leg of his career here, Jared Garf. Yeah. Uh, some teams will want him. On Dan's team, Taxi Squad, baby. Put up about 45-ish points. 59.1. 59.1 on the Taxi Squad? Yep. Dang. Yeah. Brees Hall, Pacheco for the for the Kansas City Chiefs. Dan, why do you have to make math Higgins, so hard on me? Six for six for 102. So he, he got that hundred yard uh, first 100-yard game under his belt. Encouraging to see Pickens getting all the yards with Pickett in. Now, yeah. uh, it, it would be nice if those two young guys had a connection, for, especially for Dan. Uh, and then Zach Wilson back on the field for the Manatees. 18 points in his first start. Not super efficient. Uh, 18 for 36 uh, for only a 50% completion rate. Two interceptions as well on the day. But he uh, he looked all right. You know, I mean, he's he's very far behind as far as 
the the year goes just with the with the injury right at the beginning um so i think it's an encouraging first start and he was playing on the road against the pittsburgh defense that has been good yeah um i was i zoned out for a second and didn't know who you were talking about and i was hoping you have one more clue in there and it took me all of a sudden to with the pittsburgh defense i was like yeah keep talking keep talking yeah yeah, yeah. i'm almost there i'm almost there yeah i'm almost there daddy Oh, uh, <laughs> um yeah rate this one adult yeah um but 24 10 they came back um i will say at the end they did lose minka fitzpatrick and chris jones or someone huge on their line so it wasn't the greatest competition and when um pickens throws three picks it's right. a lot easier to come back that way Absolutely. Um, but when he was given the opportunity he did show out and show that he can lead the team and he's got good weapons on the outsides. And when you can dump off to, um, Brees Hall or, uh, Michael, Michael Carter, Carter, I think it's fairly easy to keep going. Um, Disley season. Yeah, it is a Disley season. I think he's, a, he's in the top 10 in tight ends, right? Oh, tight end 11, excuse me. Yeah. Jeez. Um, on only 15 receptions on the year. Have you ever right. seen on, um, Oh, never mind. I was looking at the, um, if you click on their page on the left, there's a rank and it says 11 165. I thought that was his range was 11 to 165. <laughs> no, I have never seen that, but it's the rank is, uh, 11th and then 165th overall. Oh, okay. Overall. But I just thought it was funny. I was like, yeah, it's a wide range. He's somewhere in there. Yeah. yeah. He falls somewhere between tight end 11 and 165. Yeah. Um, uh, but the future is bright for if the taxi squad keeps going there for yep. uh, the wild ass manatees and things aren't all falling apart with Oconqua on the bench. Absolutely. Oh, he started Jawan Johnson this week. I was like, Jay Johnson, who is that? Classic Dan, <laughs> classic Dan uh, problems this year. Yeah. Uh, on the other side, I'll just make the note, Miles Sanders, 31 daddy points. Uh, pretty big week there. He's so hit or miss. It's, he is so hit or miss. But 4.9 last week. Yeah. But a running back two overall this season, or a running back two, sorry, yeah. not the running back two. Uh, so worth the start. Um, and, you know, it's just hard to say in that offense, Kenny Gainwell's getting a lot of work still. Uh, Dan was telling me that Trey Sermon ran the ball a few times for them this week. Jalen Hurts is always going to get his on the ground too. So, But yeah. they love to run it too. So, Yeah, the hard part is you're going to get some touchdowns stolen at some point. It's very unpredictable. Touchdowns stolen by... Um, hurts so totally hard to predict when he's gonna have these huge weeks and when he isn't totally an injury to any of those running backs though and I think it'd be really good for for the other yeah. guy that's why I put in a waiver claim for Kenny Gainwell in our uh, yeah. mega team by the should way. we go for Odell Beckham sometime maybe is he gonna sign is there I o mean OBJ news no I just you're just thinking about it just thinking about it um that at some point he's going to sign, and if we can get him in the daddy or the mega playoffs. Yeah, that'd be nice. Uh, on to the next one. Yep. Bound to beat the kid, 156, Sex Mac, 112. Wow, wow. Run away fast as you can. Like we said, we still haven't gotten drops yet, so. Haven't uh, gotten to what? The drops yet. Yeah. Or still, Tyler hasn't gotten the yeah, drops yet. Yeah, still working on it. <laughs> still don't have a job? Yeah, still don't have a job. <laughs> Uh, 29 points from Justin Jefferson. That's got to feel good after 2.9 in week three and 7.8 in week two. Yeah. And 
the big breakout. Start your tight ends against Seattle. Right. TJ Hawkinson. Wow. 38.9 points. Career day for Hawkinson. 179 yards. Uh, two touchdowns. A two-point conversion. That is probably his biggest day since maybe wasn't he didn't he have a huge game in his very first game? I don't know if he can get looking, that much bigger, but I'm looking back 2019, very first game for TJ Hawkinson, 25 points, nine receptions, or sorry, six receptions for 131 yards and a touchdown. <laughs> it's no 38.9 um, points. Right. That's that's true. Um, <laughs> I don't know if this is much more like reflective that they're missing uh Swift and Amarin Race Brown and Ross St. Brown. Uh, and DJ Chark and think someone else or if it was really him but he's always been that kind of dominant last week he had four drops or something like that which he then got relegated to um I guess he ended up getting uh nine it was the week before he had like four drops four bad drops uh, only four points in the 36 to 27 win against Washington so you're kind of like, is this what he's going to be all the time? Right. So are you saying, like, would you, in a redraft, would you sell high on Hawkinson right now, maybe, coming off this big game? Potentially. I don't know how many people will buy him, but... Yeah. I uh, mean, people see that that score, and, the you know, that even with three bad weeks before this, that jumps him up to the tight end 12 on the week. Yeah. You're just having the one big game. I think some people will fall for that. He's a big name brand guy, if you will. Yeah. Um, I, still, no, I still believe in Hawkinson. I think this at least proves to Goff and to... Dan Campbell that he can provide these huge games and so we'll build a little more trust because I just don't think he's had that huge game since Goff started right. as um, I think his uh, I he had the, his first game he had 21.7 then 16 so he started off hot and then it was kind of middling performances with occasional big yardage games but um, nothing I think Goff is all in on Amon Ross St. Brown right now, oh, too, as his yeah. go-to guy. So I think that Hawkinson, with all those guys out, against a terrible Seahawks defense, who's been awful against the tight end for a long time now. Yeah. Um, I think it was just the, the recipe for success. Um, so carried the team. Um, but I think this is what Nick's team is going to have to be. I don't think Matt Stafford's looking kind of washed right now, maybe. I think his shoulder might be... More hurt than we thought. Yep. Another uh, guy who you'd be surprised, QB 25 on the year. Not, yeah. not looking good. Um, only uh, 254 yards. Not great. Nope. Uh, Joe Mixon, I brought it up uh, on the on the chat. Don't think we have to say anything about that. But, man, that guy does not have any vision right now. Yeah. He's getting a ton of work. And that sometimes that's all that matters in fantasy. Mm-hmm. Uh, on the other side, starting running backs for Sex Mac. The two guys I traded him in the offseason, Najee Harris and Michael Carter, combining <laughs> for 11.3 points. Not good. Ouch. Ouch. Um, yeah, Michael Carter, I think, is definitely giving way to Brees Hall right now. We're seeing the the touch trends trending down for Michael Carter and the touch trends trending way up for Brees Hall. Um, I think Michael Carter's still going to get his pieces. Um, I think Brees Hall, just, and he's going to be a good flex start every once in a while for yeah. non yeah. a bye week dynasty. guy but yeah. but if he's starting on a team it's harsh right um and i think Najee. i mean you don't have ben anymore who just dumps it off to Najee. here you go here's the ball right i think he had that game of 12 or 13 receptions last year um right uh i'll give you an interesting nugget right here first game in uh Najee harris's career young career so far no targets, no receptions. 
uh, first game without a reception uh, as a pro. And yeah, that might just be the way the game is trending. Uh, Kenny Pickett, when he came in, I got to watch a little bit of that game. A lot of picking it. A lot of picking it, keeping the ball for himself. Uh, um, he also, upside, he never, the ball never hit the ground when he threw it. Really? Uh, no completions for Pickett. No, interceptions, interceptions or completions. Or completions. Yeah. Interesting. But yeah, it, it, you saw the classic young quarterback thing with Pickett where if he's under duress, he's just going to go run it himself instead of uh, yeah. dumping it off to the running back like an older, more mature running quarterback might do. So that's only going to hurt Najee further, who is already having kind of a bad season. Uh, his, his yards per carry, 3.5 down from 3.9 last year. 3.5 still fine, but it's, it's not great. It's not yeah. elite status. Um, he finally got the game from Russ that we've been waiting for. They didn't win the game, but uh, 26.98 points. Definitely. And another 18.7 points, uh, second week in a row at 18.7 for CeeDee Lamb. I think that's pretty encouraging with the Cooper Rush stack that he's got yeah. going on. Uh, Cooper Rush is no Dak Prescott, uh, but <laughs> he's doing all right. You know, he's plodding along. He's Cooper, cu- not Dak Rush. Rush. Yeah, Cooper, not Dak Rush. Rolls off the tongue. Yeah. Um, yeah. Is it time for uh, Daniel to promote Dobbs under the on an active squad instead of starting Michael Carter. Ooh, Romeo Dubs. Yeah. Uh, he is, he is looking like he might be a bright spot on the sex mat in the, in the sex Mac pot right now. Yeah. Um, he, it's some freshly rolled pasta there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he, I, I guess he had a really roller coaster of a day though. He dropped a touchdown or like yeah. fumbled and then, and then came back in and scored a touchdown and then dropped a touchdown. And, you know, I just don't think Aaron Rodgers has decided who his favorite guy is yet, but I think it might be trending in Dobbs' direction. Watson caught a touchdown. He had his caught a touchdown. He had a touch pass touchdown. Dumb, but uh, you know how I feel about that. But yeah. it counts as a touchdown, none the same. Yeah. Uh, anything happen exciting on these guys' benches? No, not really. Oh, Damian Pierce on the on the yeah. taxi squad for Nick. He might need to get that guy in his lineup. Wow, did you see that seventy five yard run? No. He was flying, and he is so fast. Yeah. He's so fast. Uh, it doesn't look like a huge bruiser guy, but like a quick twitch guy that definitely has some some muscle to yeah. him, too. You know? uh, and I'm wondering if this is like the start of something or just how bad the Chargers run right. defense is. If you take away that 75-yard touchdown run, yeah. it's a, just a pretty middling fantasy yeah. game. Um, but, but it's still 60 yards, um, which he's kind of been getting every week. Uh, Chicago has a pretty bad rush defense as well. Um, I'm seeing a lot of green on his matchups coming up for in Sky Me Daddy yeah. in the Sky Me Daddy wrecking. So that usually means it's a good thing. Not Jacksonville. Not Jacksonville. Yeah, that's our mega defense for the yeah. next three weeks. Maybe my daddy defense in the next three weeks too. Oh, we'll see. Daddy defense. Daddy D's. On to the next one. On to the next one. Oh, he squeaked one out. Uh, 94 to 82, the lowest scoring matchup of the week for the kid. Here is Junior to third base. They're going to wave him in. Uh, classic Quick Mariners drop. update. It's four to two. So we got one back. Still? Yeah. Wait. It's four. We got one back. Oh, There's we got four to one. one. Back. Okay. Yeah. Cool. I, at this point, I'm, I, I might want them to lose ground to Tampa Bay and just go play in Cleveland. I don't know, man. It's just like, I don't want to go to Toronto either and then play Houston. I think you should have heard tough. Tyler on Friday if night. If it was possible for us to play the wild card games at home, I would much rather do that. But at this point, it's looking like Toronto would have to lose the next two games. We'd have to win the next four 
yeah. including this one where we're down by two runs right now. I don't know. <laughs> um, Our conversation it, was wild that night. It's it like, was. I'm agreeing with yeah, you yeah. I, but in not, a different but way. Yeah. Somehow we were talking around in circles. I don't yeah. know what we were doing. Uh, Why weren't we podcasting? <laughs> yeah, we should have been podcasting. That's basically what we do right now. Uh, who what were we talking about? Oh, me. You. Obviously, yeah. you. Nick Chubb, RB1 on the season still. Yeah. Survives another week. He is killing it right now. 91 points on the season. Another 19 for 118 and a touchdown. Uh, guy just breaks 100 yards and scores touchdowns. That's what he yep. does. Or scores three and doesn't break 100. Your choice. Your choice. Dealer's choice, if yeah. you will. Um, but they have pretty favorable matchups, um, especially, I think, without uh, he who must not be named. I think they're just going to keep running it. Uh, Brissett's not the option at quarterback. Um, he can keep them kind whoa, of in whoa, games, whoa. but secret weapon, Joe Kobe Brissett, not the answer. <laughs> okay. We'll just, we'll just glaze over that real quick. Over what? No, never mind. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's got to feel good with Jonathan Taylor with yeah. the injury. Uh, Jonathan Taylor, the guy we all assumed every fantasy person in all of the land assumed was going to be the running back one on the season. Uh, I don't think he'd be running back one. It's hard to repeat as running back one. All right. Well, he was the he was the, the he's gonna be a running favorite. back one. He's gonna be a running back one. Yeah, which he's Not still the running one. probably will be. Yeah. Um, as long as this ankle injury doesn't help him out for too long. Yeah, but definitely a disappointing start to the season for Jonathan Taylor. So it's got to be nice for you to have uh, Chubb kind of swapping that role. Yeah. Like uh, Taylor's kind of putting up the normal Chubb numbers, and and Chubb's now putting up the Taylor numbers. So it's it's balancing out for you, I guess. Taylor has the injuries, and then um, I just need my team back. <laughs> need them back from injury, man. Yeah, that's true. But uh, I have I have a lot of fears about your team in general, too. I mean, Jonathan Taylor yeah. doesn't make me nervous. The injury makes me nervous. But Gabe Davis is starting to make me nervous. You know how I feel about Kyle Pitts. Yeah. Uh, and Baker Mayfield now. We finally started hearing the rumblings this week of – Here's the day they're putting him in still. Right. Yeah, yeah. But I'm just saying the rumblings of like, oh, we might want to yeah. change quarterback. Um, I don't think I he, don't, he hasn't been great, obviously. I don't know if the whole situation is great. Right. I watch some plays and it's like, you know, he gets the ball battle, batted. And I watch a play. I'm like, oh, it's getting thrown there. I know where to bat the ball. I think their offense is very predictable. Right. They're not designing rollouts or anything for him. I think if you're the Baker fan at this point, you need to root against Matt rule, uh, as the, yeah. as, as the, as the problem and in the room, they might get rolled in the next three weeks with San Francisco, LA and Tampa Bay. So, yeah. um, probably not look good for Baker Mayfield this season. We'll see what yeah. happens next season. Uh, maybe if he gets to choose where to go and somebody wants him. Yeah. We'll see what happens. I'd roll the dice on him as a Seahawks quarterback. Once again, <laughs> if it was an option. Yeah. Um, uh, might as well, uh, on the other Especially side, we're keep, tanking our draft stock when it's like, well, right. we might not get one of these quarterbacks now. Yeah. Now maybe we'll get Dak or yeah. Baker or I don't know. Um, other side though, I mean, it was pedestrian weeks from Lamar Jackson, Justin Herbert, which is kind of what's been carrying James this whole season. Absolutely. Um, but we were talking about this weekend, how it's a good piece to have as a team, you know, yeah, what your, nice team. Um, your quarterback situation is two great quarterbacks. Um, just needs the young pieces to start hitting. Yeah. Um, I, uh, I'm starting to worry about Travis Etienne a little bit as a, you know, as a fantasy player, you know, I guess he, he missed all of last season. So just four games into his young career, but haven't been, haven't been great while Jacksonville has been running the ball. Well, 
uh, and having success yeah. everywhere. Their their defense is good in keeping them in games. And so maybe that's the problem. Maybe they're not getting blown out enough because I think people think associate him with this pass catching guy. Yeah, but they've been they've been ahead, but they've also been behind a lot. I mean, Washington. He only got four targets. They lost twenty eight to two. Um, got three in the blowouts of Indian the the Chargers. But in a week that they were being blown out after the first quarter when they had fourteen nothing. Right. Um, he only got one target the whole game. This is what he was supposed to be was connection with Trevor Lawrence and just getting passes out of the backfield the whole time, kind of like at Clemson. Um, so it's a rough one for Travis Etienne. Absolutely. Um, but then the rest of James's squad just looks rough. Yeah, I, I I'm uh I'm questioning his starting of uh, uh Dorch. Greg Dorch over Jerry Judy. I I every every once you know I'm a big Jerry Judy fan. I really was during that whole draft process that we went through. I'd say about every six months I send James a trade for Jerry Judy, um, <laughs> and it always gets immediately denied. I'm not saying they're like great trades or anything like that, but for a guy who thinks. Oh, I don't know. I'll start Greg Dorch when, yeah. when Rondell Moore is returning, when uh, when Jerry Judy, I don't know, like it has Russell Wilson now. I, it's yeah. been a, I know it hasn't been aces for Jerry Judy, but he's still uh, putting, putting up some points. Um, I guess he had two rough weeks in a row, 1.7 points, 2.7 points. I don't know. Uh, I would just be sticking with my studs this early on uh, in a fantasy season and just thinking that they will still... Uh, come out and yeah. execute. Um, I will say for my side, don't see me in the playoffs. Um, Jonathan Taylor, he's going to make it back. Uh, Minnesota Chargers, New York Giants. You don't want me in the yeah, playoffs. You got to limit me fast. Yeah, that's 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 good. Uh, you'll make the playoffs. Come on, come on. Not with that. Uh, this podcast makes the playoffs. <laughs> um, Darnell Mooney. Well, this half just makes finals, right? Um, this. Uh, Darnell Mooney, though, finally gets on the scoreboard with 11 points. On, like, three catches? Yeah. Signed, four catches. Four sorry. catches, five targets, 94 yards. So I'm just saying, I'm just looking for bright spots in James' lineup right now. Signs of life from Darnell Mooney. A, a faint heartbeat uh, <laughs> as we try and revive him. Yeah. Uh, she, uh, Rashid White. Rasheem White. Uh, Is that the Tampa Bay Bucks? Uh, Rashad, Rashad. Rashad White. Rashad. Yeah, he, he, he was getting some play against yeah. uh, KC last night. He looked pretty good. Um, but he got 12 points. He got his touchdown in there with 50 yards uh, receiving. So there's signs of life. There's there's pieces there. Uh, you got this, James. Never never give up, Trap Stars. Never <laughs> surrender. Uh, on to the next one. Yep. Uh, we got... Uh, the league leading four and zero undefeated God. sweetest boys won Taking the world by storm. Yeah, one forty one to uh, premium plus one twenty three. Did we have a drop for? We had one. We got the the Margo flyer drop. We had one at the end of last year. I don't know if that got. Yeah. What the hell? Oh, sorry, Jack. Well, well, well sweet, sweet dude, boys, dude. What's mine sweet. say? Sweet. There's your drop. Yeah, we just did it for you. Uh, <laughs> congratulations, buddy. 4-0, undefeated, taking yeah. the league by storm. Uh, Money Penny against Detroit. Yeah. If only he could play Detroit every week. Right, exactly. Uh, signs of life from Rashad Penny as well. 7.7 uh, points week one, 1. 1.5 week two, 7.4, and then 31 against Detroit. Who, yeah. Who would have known? 
mean, uh, didn't he have that last year? He had like that was his big breakout week. He had uh 170 yard, two touchdowns, two catches for 15 yards, or three. All he does is score thir- over 30 daddy points against Detroit. Yeah. every time he plays them. That's all. So if you if you got Rashad Penny against Detroit, you start him. Yeah, you start him. Um, yeah, uh, big game from Mike Evans in his return from uh, the suspension. 29.3 points. They Def- made it. They made it early. He returned fast and hard. Yes. Um, the, on the other side, uh, T Higgins had a big week, 24.9 points. Uh, the Kirk, Kirk cousins, Ryan Tannehill experiment still going on there with the, <laughs> um, with the blushes question about T Higgins. Yeah. Who would you rather have in dynasty T Higgins or Jamar chase T Higgins or Jamar chase? I would rather have Jamar chase. Is that a trick question? Uh, it feels like a trick question. No, I mean, it's not really. They, yeah. Um, I think they both will be good. I think that, uh, they, it just kind of depends. Like it, the, I think what the reason I would say T Higgins, if I said T Higgins is because Jamar Chase is the big name. He gets the, he gets the, the coverage from the number one guy. He's there. People are taking him away from the game. Yeah. But then, but then there's just T Higgins and people are like, Oh, well, wait a second. We can't take both of them away. You can't uh, take both of them away, but the, um, the big play is Jamar Chase, so you're just taking away him the whole time, um, right? So in my mind, it's like at least while he's in Cincinnati, I think I'd rather have um, T, uh, T Higgins. T Higgins last year missed three games. Uh, wide receiver twenty two. I'm pretty sure Jamar Chase was like wide receiver two or three. Yeah, uh, it kind of just goes back to that old thing about. Uh, Oh, actually, this is perfect to bring up during this uh, game. If you're like a floor guy or if you're a ceiling guy, and John uh, and I were texting the other night about some trades, and John just admitted to me that he's a floor guy. He likes he likes a, he likes a safe fair. floor. He's not a big he's not a big pie in the sky ceiling guy. <laughs> and uh, that's kind of what Jamar Chase is uh, for me. He's he's not going to. Uh, get you the points every single week, but when he does, he could definitely totally win you a week. Um, And I think that just in fantasy to me, that's how I like to play. I'd rather be scoring, I'd rather be rostering guys that are going to win me weeks as opposed to a bunch of guys that I just need all of them to perform at their floor in order to be an average score or above average score and win. It's just too many more variables. Um. So like this is the stat off. I've been seeing, T. Higgins versus Jamar Chase, who have recorded 562 professional football routes run simultaneously somehow. Okay. Um, the results, Higgins has 127 targets to Jamar Chase's 112. Air yards, uh, 1518 for Higgins and 1348 for Chase. Uh, PPR points, 252.4 to Higgins and 236.7 to Chase. So it's more points for Higgins. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and he can have those big games too. I think he had a couple thirty-point games last year. Um, I think in the chan- in the second week of uh, the playoffs, really um, got John to the playoffs. Or he had in week sixteen forty point four points. Yeah. So, uh, but in week seventeen last year, Kansas City, he scored fifty three point one points. Jamar Chase did. That's true. Okay. <laughs> 53.1 daddy points. I'm just saying. Um, yeah, I 
it, it to me it feels like I said uh, what I worry about now about Jamar Chase is the coverage. Yeah, and that's why I think going forward I'd rather have T Higgins yeah. at least while they're both in. While they're both in, yeah, Cincinnati. And at this point, I they could probably sign them both, but they might also both look for superstar money. Sure, totally. Um, I would I would not be surprised at all um, if that happened. But T Higgins, regardless, very good. Yeah, uh, he is now wide receiver. 35 on the year that can't be right maybe it is he had a very bad week one 3.7 points only this this was his best game with 24.9 points uh still really very early uh at the running back position for the the plush a little worried right yeah Alvin cook not looking the same like i said the other week he changed his number yeah he was that's the hard-hitting facts he was wearing the device in london and it did not work um he has not broken uh Sorry, his high score of the four weeks so far is thirteen point six against Detroit in week seven, uh, week three. Whereas we saw on the other side in this game, Rashad Penny running for thirty one point two daddy points. I just like I I'm worried about Dalvin Cook. I know he also he also got hurt in that game against Detroit. Maybe he was gonna have a bigger game. Yeah, but uh, he is getting up there as far as running backs go, and he also has he's twenty seven, uh, same age as Eckler, but. Probably has what would you guess like twice as many touches, three yeah. times as many touches in his career. Um, flex wise, random question: uh, Who would you start if you were to start these players for the whole, okay, whole whole four weeks? Uh, would you rather start it in that flex spot, T Higgins or Dalvin Cook? Um, uh, probably T Higgins. Uh, T Higgins is the 98th overall, and Dalvin Cook's the 99th overall player oh, this season. <laughs> so definitely T Higgins. Is what oh, you're obviously, yeah. yeah. Head and shoulders above, maybe a head. Maybe I guess it, it just kind of depends. Yeah. Uh, but he also, has some options coming up. He's got Chicago, uh, Dalvin Cook next week. So um, we'll see how he does against that. If he doesn't perform in Chicago, I might be a little worried. Yeah, uh, and that's kind of what we, were, John and I, were talking about when we were talking trade. Uh, running backs kind of thin for John right now. Yeah. Uh, the the kind of top thin just all over the league. I wouldn't true. say like running backs are really performing. We've talked about this with uh, regular redraft dynasty. All the people that kind of drafted the first round running backs, they might have all had a week. I mean, Jonathan Taylor's had one good week. Yeah, Derrick Henry's had two. Uh, the only Eckler one that now Eckler has one. Um, it's really those like second round running backs, the like Nick Chubbs and the. Swift, besides this week, has had really good games. So. Yeah. When, you mean when he's played? Yeah. <laughs> um, and then Clyde Edwards Lairs had some really good weeks. Yeah. So Josh these like. Jacobs. Yeah. yeah. Um, so it's really these first round running backs that are really hamstringing people, and you're kind of depending on them, like myself. But yeah, just realize that, John, that the Sweet Boys put up uh, 141 points without Josh Jacobs uh, or, or Clyde Edwards Lair in their lineup who put up a combined 56.9 daddy points. So I'm not sure how he scored all of those points. I guess he just knew that Mike Evans, yeah, Tyree he started Kill, Rashad Penny, Penny and Khalil Herbert. Uh, and yeah, one, I guess Drake London yeah. over Jalen Hurts got his one rushing touchdown. So yeah, maybe start those running backs from now on Jack. Yeah. or don't. I, I actually probably don't want you to win all of the games. This year. <laughs> uh, but who knows? There was uh, the Tampa Bay game. I felt was weird overall and i don't think josh jacobs has a 35 point game in him every week right he uh, has looked good the last two though uh he's getting the passing work i think that's like the 
the he's big, looked all right. The big thing. But he he's gone 7.8, 8.6, 12.2. So he's technically ramping it up, but yeah. I don't think they're still using him in. He has Kansas City next week. I don't think that's. One target in each of the first two games, though, and then now in the last two games, five targets and now six yeah. targets. So I think uh, that that's a good trend uh, for Jacobs. I'm curious if it's kind of game plan. Um, Denver, they've been keeping there. Arizona, they were up a lot, but then decided to not run it. I don't know. Oakland's a weird team. Josh McDaniel's not a good coach. Right. Oh, terrible. Awful. Uh, uh, Nathaniel Hackett, worse, but... Shameless plug for Dan's team. If anyone is looking for a running back, there's this guy. His name's Leonard Fournette. Uh, Dan's been shopping him. Go go get after go get after Lenny if you want sweet Lenny. Yeah, four and zero, keeping it up, impressive. He might be the highest scorer of the season so far. Yes, um, he's already up to two high scores of the week after last week, which we didn't talk about. So, um, and John falls to the the two and two muck. We're gonna have a lot of two and two muck. Oh yeah, I feel good at the three and one muck. Yeah, yeah, it's much it's much less mucky, yeah. mucky up here. It's for more smug up months. here. Uh, on to the last game. Yeah. Uh, unincorporated King County elbow graspers, 168 Hulkamaniacs, 145. Congratulations, Kyle. This is my elbow and it kind of stings ow. when it's ow, hard. Ow, ow, ow. Oh, my elbow. Oh, wait. No, Kyle, you're supposed to grab Alex Carter's elbow, not Alex Wilson's elbow. Two Alexes in a row. He's, yeah. he's grabbed, just grabbing Alex's elbows. Watch out. If your oh. name is Alex out there. Be careful. Kyle's grabbing elbows. Be on the alert. This is my elbow. <laughs> Yeah, that's your elbow. Um, uh, McCaffrey, twenty-one points. He kind of got a, he got that garbage time touchdown. Um, kind of following following the the garbage pail kids and their their lead. Yeah, uh, uh, running back eight on the season though. He he's 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 someone that I think fantasy managers should start to kind of start to breathe a sigh of relief for. Hopefully, he stays. Maybe. I, I mean, he's he's gotten double digit fantasy points every week. He's getting the workload. Oh, I guess he only had eight rushes this week, uh, but still nine receptions for 81 yards. He's getting the touches. They, I, I think you worry about the offensive ineptness in general. Yeah, but he's still coming. He still he looks good. I guess is what I'm saying. Which is kind of the crazy part. It's like it was tied 10-10, or they're up by seven, or something like that, and then yeah. they just didn't run him. I don't really know what the I game plan. If managing his touches, you know. So they give him nine. It's yeah. it's one of those things where. But even if you don't do that, you don't run anyone else, and then you're counting on people like Shy Smith and True. Tremble to. Um, so I don't know if you're like not designing plays to get people open, get them in the best position. We've already talked about it, but yeah, um, averaging four point seven yards a carry though. So that I mean that's good. Yeah, uh, especially in when we're talking about um, these disappointing running backs. This Aaron year. Jones has got to be a pretty. I guess he did. He had four points last week, but. Um, you know he's going to be a focal point in that offense. Talk about uh, averages, 6.8 yards per rush yeah. this year for Aaron Jones. Get that guy the ball more, Green Bay. Um, big blow to the elbow graspers, though. He's really been relying on Cordell Patterson, and he's going to the IR. Is he out for the season? I haven't seen. Uh, no, it's the short-term, the four-game varietal okay. of the IR. But I know we're excited about Tyler Algiers <laughs> in our Megalobowl League. Yeah. Uh, I think Colin has him in our league. Sure. Um, should be excited for that. Um, we'll uh, we'll but see yeah. how this week goes. I mean, I still think he's so... Kyle is such the boom-bust team that we've always talked about. Mike Williams could go for like three points in a game. Uh, DK is always kind of questionable when you have Geno. He's not going to play Detroit every week. 
because uh, he started five points, five points, and then 14, and then uh, 21.4. He's going to get coverage from uh, the number one in New Orleans this week. I'm blanking on his name. I'm tired. I forget. Marcus, Marcus Lattimore. Marcus Lattimore. So um, we'll see. He's got some easier games coming up, too. Yeah. I think he's just going to be hit or miss. He's 49 on the year so far. I mean, when you lose the number four overall daddy running back on the year, and in, as in yeah. Cordero Patterson, uh, you yeah, that's a big blow to your team for sure. Yeah. And on the other side... Tight end Kelsey yeah. is doing what he was doing. They got him early and often. In early that game. and often. Nine receptions, 92 yards, and a tutter. Uh, 17 points from the kicker, too. Of 12 points and 17... A combined 29 points from kickers in this You know, game. I mean, you know that England loves their kickers. Right. That's, that's why they true. had to show yeah, them off yeah. between New Orleans and... They were like, watch Minnesota. me kick this ball with yeah. my foot. Like, you're accustomed to... I was going to wonder if, like, they, they ended up tying 28-28 going overtime. They'd be really confused in London. Be like, why are we going overtime? We just tie. Right. Uh, I, I, I sent Carter a trade offer this week. Can I give it to you real quick? Sure. Uh, it was James Conner and a oh. third round pick coming from the garbage pill kids for Jamal Williams oh. and a second round pick. So a pick swap next year, a two for a three, uh, oh. and sending Conner and getting Jamal Williams. Uh, I thought it made a lot of sense for my team. I don't Carter- think it made much sense for his team. Right. Yeah. Um, cause I think he does want to compete. I think Alex has the team as he or like yeah. showed last year. I guess the question is like, do you want J- do you want Jamal Williams or James Conner for us this season? I I, I don't know the answer. I think that a I lot. Think, I think that you would get a pretty split vote on it. Obviously, yeah. Jamal Williams has been the hot hand so far this year. Um, I really wanted like him as the insurance for Swift, uh, but I think that James Conner has arguably the more the more upside, but maybe not anymore. Ten, maybe, I mean, you know. Detroit is the highest scoring offense in the league, so they're getting the touches. Right. He has the goal line work. So you're talking about two goal line backs. Yeah. Um, and so far, James Conner, I don't has he scored a touchdown yet? Yeah, he has. Okay. Uh, he scored one the first week. Got it. Um, yeah. they just haven't given him those goal line touches. I know I right. saw he was used as a blocker this week for Kyler Murray. Yeah. Um I guess the question last is- year he scored I think touchdown regression is hitting him hard this year. Yeah. Where he scored 14 or 15 right, last exactly. year. So. And I think we all knew that was going to come. Uh, this has regressed quite a bit. But I guess the, the question is always like, do you, at one point in the season, or do you, do you stick on, do you stick with the guys that you drafted way late round flyers, or do you ever swap them for a guy who was like a second or a third round pick to just, you know? Where's this question? I don't. Like for running backs, like, it, it, would you trade like a 10th round running back for a third round running back who was underperforming? their ADP versus the guy that, you know, it, I think at a certain point. Are we talking redraft here? Yeah. Kind okay. Of. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I was confused on when this switch, I was like, I don't think any of them got drafted in this. Um, uh, I, for me, I would, t- sometimes I would like, maybe not in this situation. Maybe you don't think that it's coming for Connor and Alex clearly didn't. Cause he was like, I have no interest in Connor. And I was like, Oh, okay, cool. Never mind then. Uh, I think those are just two, two players that you're like, not really sure about. And you're just kind of like, if you like one, you or if you really don't like one, you're never going to trade for them. Right. I think there's some players that I can look at and be like, I'm not a huge fan of theirs just in general, but like I can see them performing and it would trade for them. Yeah. There's some people I look at like a James Conner. I'm like, I'm just never going to trade for him. Right. I, I think it gets more interesting when you're like, would you trade Jamal Williams for Dalvin cook? Yeah. You know, like in a redraft right now, like 
Well, Jamal Williams scored a ton more points than Dalvin Cook, but you know, would you would you trade him? I don't know. Would you trade him for Alvin Kamara? Like that, those are the kind of scenarios I'm yeah. thinking of. Like uh, the Cordero Pattersons. Like, would you have traded him for a Dalvin Cook? You know, like no, but the interest, right. Patterson's looking better. Right, exactly. So he's just such a weird. He was such a middling player, and now he's 31, 30, 31. Now he's like, hey, I'm gonna have my breakout, guys. Don't worry. Yeah, thirty, thirty-one. That's new breakout year. Yeah, I think you're just always supposed to sell high on those late round guys. Yeah. Except for when you're not. You know, sometimes they just continue to uh, hold on to those big points all season. Yep. Um, Patrick Mahomes doing his thing. Marks Mariota still hanging on to that <laughs> starting job, winning the game against Cleveland with only 3.6 yeah. uh, daddy points. But, you know, get him a lot more yards, Kyle Pitts. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he would if he just uh, would throw it to him. If yeah. they would just throw it all. I heard at one point they ran the ball 18 times in a row in this game. Jesus. I can't confirm that, uh, but I, I, I heard that on a podcast. Well, then I have Miles Garrett, and it just kind of works. I know I was talking with Dan the other day just how they're just – I don't know if um, their coach, who Arthur Smith, that's who it is. Arthur. Um, is really that smart? Uh, Mina Kimes was talking about how much they've now lined up Kyle Pitts in line as like a blocking tight end when you're just like, mm. he's not a blocking tight. He is a wide receiver that just has the designation tight end. Right. I wonder at what point in Kyle Pitts's career he will change positions. Cause I think it might happen honestly, um, uh, but it's not trending. It's trending in the opposite direction right yeah. now is what you're saying. Yeah. It yeah, just is. So hard to change. I think it's harder to change positions tight end to wide receiver. I think it's easy to go wide receiver tight end. Um, yeah, I think yeah. Jimmy Graham was trying to do that, but then yeah, didn't sure. really. I think uh, Pitts seems a little less cumbersome than Jimmy Graham. But, yeah, <laughs> but uh, but guys, a guys an athletic freak. Obviously, just needs yeah. to get the ball more. Um, and Mariota hit him. I know there's a few times against Seattle where it's like, well, he's wide open and an overthrow. Well, one of these days, my boy Desmond Riddle will hit him. How about that? <laughs> yeah. We'll just, we'll just, I'll shake on that right okay. now. Okay. We're, we're in agreement. Right. We'll, we'll do it. A right, Ritter Desmond stack or yeah, Ritter the, Pitt stack. That's going to be illegal in 20 countries. Yeah. Uh, but Kenny Pickett, we kind of already talked about him. Finally got a start. Uh, we'll see where it goes with him. Uh, that about wraps up this game for me. Yeah. Nice I mean, work, wraps Grassers. up the week. Yeah. Wraps up the I week, mean, too. Uh, go Mariners. Yeah. They're still down. Bottom bottom seven, but you know, I think we'll we're either going to Toronto or going to Cleveland. Sounds like word. What uh? What week are we doing the Daddy Convention? Uh, what week is this? The the rivalry week. Let's get a Daddy Convention soon. We'll 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 announce it on the next pod. How about um? Yeah, for Alex, I'm Tyler. See you later, He's daddies. Tyler. Macaroni in a pot That's some wet ass pussy No, take that back Daniel, you don't get that Don't listen to that part, Daniel Don't, uh, Daniel, close your ears Close your ears, Daniel You don't get that Alright, bye daddies Sky me daddy 6 and 11 6 and 11 That's gonna be at the weeks 6 and 11